Now there's a very good chance. And we, trust uh, that he will. Yeah, there's a very, uh, by the way, we, I think we lost all of that Q stuff. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know. It's, it seemed like it stopped. So, well, whatever. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's it. That's what I'm doing for Christmas. I'm going to get myself a new Zoom recorder. Right. I'm going to get a nice box to put all the, the equipment in, you know, take it to, uh-huh. take it to another oh, level here. Away, away from the liquids. What a mess! Like you look at this, de- you look at this desk, and it's like not even Einstein's desk look this this bad. You know, th- this desk looks like it's been robbed. You know what I mean? You know where they come in and they just bust all the everything apart to try to find oh, stuff. Oh right, that's right. What it, that's what it looks like. Um, oh, what was that? Uh, what was that movie? But the guy had the assistant, and the. The guy had just piles of paper all over his desk. And the guy'd come in and ask for you know something, and he'd go right to it. You know, pull it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, six inches down on a pile. Yeah, right. Sure. And pull it out. Oh, here it is. You oh, know, here you go. And then they went and cleaned his desk up. Nobody could find anything. Well, everything's fine until that guy falls down an open elevator, gets killed. Yeah, in that's. His, you know <laughs> what I mean? Gets killed in his car or something, and then then yeah, you right. got a problem. You know. Yeah. So yeah, JFK Jr. We were talking. Didn't still hasn't shown up at Daily Plaza. Uh, doesn't, wow! Doesn't look like he's gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> you know, starting to wonder if dying in a plane crash two decades ago is 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 a you know a non-starter on that. Like, does that? Well, I, I know there's still people down there, but I w- I'm wondering, have any of them started to peel off? And you know, well, um, call me when he gets there. You know. <laughs> well, how long before they storm the school book depository building <laughs> and right? start smashing feces on the wall? Um, speaking of Q shaman. Yes. Or Q a moron. I don't know. (laughs) 41 months. 41 months. Oh, really? Okay. He's the first one to get really sentenced. And, uh, you know, he's going to be in jail for a few years, at least a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not eating organic food. Let's see. Oh, geez. What uh, um, what what you doing? I I was I was trying to pull up that story and it wants to show me a video too. Mm. Um, forty one month sentence. That's a sentence. Yeah, I mean that's a couple of Christmases at least. You figure. You know, Christmas is always a very depressing time, but but certainly. Christmas in prison, probably, I would say, is worse. Right? Christmas? In prison. Yeah, all right. Well, I've done that. How was it? It was awesome. We had, you know, Christmas dinner. We had a nice menu. Uh, huh? We had turkey. We had ham. Well, as much we as you want. Or sauce. Do they give you enough food, or would you want more food? Oh no! You get plenty. Yeah, you, know, you get all food you can eat. Um, what about on regular days? Yeah, yeah, you get all the food you can eat. It's pretty um, shitty. Having enough isn't a problem. It's pretty. It's basically yeah. heavy carbohydrate, but I you, you know, lots of potatoes, lots of uh, you know pasta, you know, so canned vegetables. So I mean, it's uh, if you're loading up, you're probably loading up on carbohydrates. Not a good thing, and you know, a lot of people don't, but um, you get enough. Uh, Governor Kitts, uh, Oklahoma, 
deliver, yeah. delivers the you know eleventh hour stay of execution for uh, Julius Jones. Uh, so he will he avoided uh, execution. So a huge public outcry. Uh, you know, a, a man. A lot of people. He's maintained his innocence uh, from the beginning. Tell, tell us the story of Julius Jones. Uh, well, the thing is, he has an alibi, right, for for the murder, the night of the murder. Um, but his derelict defense did not present his alibi at trial. Oh. Um, there was an eyewitness that that he was there. Um, right. Of course, the eyewitness description does not match him. It it actually does match the guy who turned state's evidence and testified against him that he oh, was. Well, that's yeah. Very interesting. So that guy's out of prison now. He did 15 years on his plea. Um, yeah, very nice. Next Friday, I guess Julius will get to physically touch his mother for the first time in 21 years. So yeah. uh, no contact when you're on death row. Um, so he's moved to general population. They, the thing is, the, the governor, the statement that, they, the, that the governor's office released was kind of mean-spirited. They, they gave him life without parole. So his clemency is now life without parole. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, which was against the recommendation of the parole board. So he should probably, given everything that happened in the case, one of the jurors in his original trial said the N-word. Oh, yeah. So th there's a lot of things here. You know what I mean? This trial would not hold up to the mustard in the modern era, let's say. Sure. Uh so there's at least some indications that uh, he may be innocent, as he maintains. But certainly, if he wasn't innocent, he, you know, he he's been in prison quite a long time. You know, Number other... one reason for um, a wrongful conviction: eyewitness misidentification. Yeah. Well, in this case, the eyewitness said that the the shooter had a, a head of hair, and of course, Julius's head was shaved at that time. Uh -huh. uh, who did have a nice quaff of hair was the guy, the witness, <laughs> that, that guy. Um, well, a lot of times a a, a witness's uh, a testimony identifying a a, uh, a culprit is firmed up by the police. Right. I mean, it looks like the trial was not a slam dunk to begin with. But regardless of that, Oklahoma has botched, as we detailed in previous shows. Uh, Oklahoma has botched several executions in the last few years they can't uh -huh. they can't seem to do it anyway without torturing the guy oh right yeah right right so i think this is a step in the right direction i think activists are still planning to fight and try to get him freed uh try to get him a new trial try to do something like that there's no is real... there any dna evidence involved no and there's no legal basis to offer the retrial either so there's, there's... so without dna evidence uh, wrongful conviction is really difficult to overturn well you need exonerating evidence right you, yeah you need something you, that right yeah. at that point you got to prove the innocence not the guilt so his alibi as provided by family members is not going to be enough to meet that standard and i don't i don't think they have anything else so seems like yeah no the the guy who did the 15 years has bragged to several people that he was the actual shooter and that he framed this other kid <laughs> you know what i mean like he's several people have come forward with that again that does not meet the legal standard either so yeah right 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 um but gee <laughs> well look you get to hug your mother which you were never going to get to do again so you, you came within 24 hours of being executed 
So. And now you're hugging your mother. Now you get to hug your mom. So I mean, I you know it's a step in the right direction, but um, you know it seems like a baby step to me. But okay, a lot of court stuff happening right now. Rittenhouse, day four of del- of deliberations. Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey tries to cut a deal. Uh, and the, they basically said no. <laughs> we're we're past plea bargain. Like like, can you imagine at this point in the trial? <laughs> one of the defendants come in and go, hey, can we re-examine that plea bargain thing? Because this ain't going well. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't see how they can, you know, exonerate those guys. Um, I mean, they took the video themselves that really shows how wrong they were. How much, yeah, the video, you know. The video doesn't help. The, them retelling the story does not help. Um, yeah, yeah. Because what's missing, what's missing from all, I've watched all the testimony. What's, okay. What was missing from all of it was emotion for the victim. Uh-huh, sure. I mean, there was none of that present. So there was no, I would think, I would think, you know, if you're maintaining that you you thought something else was going wrong and you and you ended up killing somebody, I think you would feel bad about it, Right. Exactly. I'd feel horrible if it were me. Rittenhouse, too. I can say this about Rittenhouse, too. The, the, the emotion of when he tells about shooting the guy. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Rittenhouse gave the, the little crying thing. It didn't, that didn't go well. It didn't look good. Um, but, but with, with, with this trial, with the, with the Arbery thing, it, there was just, it was missing. There was a vacantness there in, in the retelling. Um, did you watch it? I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, absolutely sensing the same thing. Um, <clears throat> a lack of remorse. Well, see, he's a, a star remorse. for doing it. Right. So how can he be remorseful, you know? Well, that's and it seems spot. like yeah. he, he went into the thing without, you know, much, much uh, feeling for these people, much human compassion for what was going on there with these people. And so it's not surprising to see that there's a lack of that in, in the courtroom and in the post, you know. I mean, even if you felt you were right to shoot somebody in the moment, when, yeah. when you later find out that you were wrong, actually, you're, you, you could still be right to have, done, have, done, have pulled the trigger, but you're wrong about your interpretation of what was happening. Well, plus you've got to really step down hard on your defense, which is self-defense. Now, in the Aubrey case, that was really difficult. That one would be, I mean... Well, the missing they, element is the, the, the victim's unarmed. He's unarmed. They, they chased him down right. and, you know, and, and killed him. Right. And so claiming self-defense there, I don't think they're even trying, are they? No. no. And I guess so you can't show remorse for the victim if you're claiming self-defense, right? Right, you don't even have to stand your ground in that one. So, but do you think it's a better testimony if you are, if you do feel bad about the dead person and claim your stupidity? Like I was stupid. I thought I was. My life was in danger. It wasn't. Now I realize it wasn't. I thought it was. Hard to say. But isn't that that's more truthful and it's more nuanced? And I, I don't think just because you now reflect that you weren't, your life wasn't in danger, that that means it's murder. It's your well, state of mind a, at the time that's in question. 
it does seem like it's up to the jury in this because the, the the judge i don't know i'm not sure if i know exactly where that judge is coming from he seems like he's he's making all these rulings that you know favor rittenhouse in a weird in weird ways too uh, so um but if the jury comes back and finds him guilty of murder or even second degree murder the judge will have to do you know a, a range of things he'll have options on but he's limited he'll have to punish him well he can give him the minimums but the minimums are yeah. are still something yeah um, exactly they're not uh, you know it's a lot of christmases yeah Right, but I think as a juror, I think if a guy got up, stood up, and goes, "Look, you know what? I'm a fuck. I'm a moron. I, I'll never forgive myself for killing this person. I thought my life was in danger. As it turns out, now looking back, it's not. It wasn't. I was wrong. You know what a disaster. You know, I leave myself to the mercy of the court. I, as a juror, I might be more inclined to be lenient with that guy. No. He so gets, his he gets his lawyer should be, you know attuned to whatever that situation might be and his advice would be to play to that you know so but that's not what happened you know he's he's doubling down on no remorse and i was defending myself against these crazy rioters well the lawyer is his duty is to provide an aggressive defense yeah well that okay yes but in the uh as we see that you're not only playing to the court you're playing to the court of public opinion right and, you know, which was Johnny Cochran, F. Lee Bailey, all those people knew that they, you know, they were talking to more than just the judge. Right. Well, and that's so, a way to affect the jury, you know, because the jury thinks about it. Yeah. You know, what, what, what is everybody else going to think about this? Yeah. Right. That's why jury so, yeah, trials so, are won, at, won and lost at jury selection. Huh? Some interesting um, – both these court cases are going to be interesting because they're so – um, polarized. Um, people have taken sides based on their, you know, their political uh, ideology. Which yeah, is if you're those three guys, do. though, you have to be shitting a brick, though. If you're those three guys, you know, the killers. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially with Rittenhouse happening at the same time. Like, you know, you know, there could be a one for one here that could easily happen. Even with the even with the jury in the Aubrey case, I don't see how they can come back with anything other than you know some level of guilt. You do not want armed people chasing random people down and killing them. <laughs> you don't. That's not what you want. You think? <laughs> I don't think that's a good place to live. You know right. What I mean? I... Uh, it really doesn't make me want to jog. That's for sure. <laughs> He's running through the neighborhood. So when you see people argue about the double standard that like a like a, a white person can do anything and a black person can be, can be killed for doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like the so this guy saw a black man jogging through the neighborhood and just became incensed without any particular reason. He just such a racist that he became this is what it looks like to me. Just became incensed. Why is this guy running through the neighborhood? And and he jumped up to do something about it. Yeah. Twenty. And 20, then it was year twenty twenty. Yeah. And then it was fine. You know, any excuse to defend your action. And he went in a he went in a house under construction. Looked around. 
I guess if you're going to go to jail for murder and life, I mean, I guess I guess you want your dad with you. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. You know, at least you don't have to be away from family. Will they put them in, they'll put them all in different prisons, you think? Or Probably. How does that go? If, if two people commit a crime, they, they go to different jails? Um, not necessarily. I, I mean, I went to same jail as my, or same prison as my co-defendant. Oh, like, Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, boy. Yeah. That, yeah. Boy, that's well, so I fought it a little harder and, and then he did. And so he was down for 18 months before I even went in. So he kind of, and then he felt really bad about how he drugged me into it. And, um, so he, he did everything he could do to pave the way for me. I got you. I mean, I wasn't in contact with him um, mm-hmm. at all when he was in, you know, in, in prison. But when I got in hmm. and he saw, oh, you know, eh, it's you, you know, actually they had uh, assigned me to a, a, a prison in Springfield, Texas. Oh, God. And I got my lawyer to say, look, you know, his his family won't be able to visit him there. And hmm. and so they switched me over to Boron. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've driven by Boron. Wow. Yeah, yeah, stinking desert. But uh, Boron doesn't. It, Boron doesn't even need a, a fence around it. It didn't you know have I mean? one. Yeah, you're not going. Well, you're, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, no, uh-huh. and rattlesnakes. Yeah, what are you going to do? Go die in the desert six hours from now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. Although people did about once a month, somebody would. You're only a mile from the road, so they'd arrange to have somebody come out and pick them up. Oh, I got you. And then you see yeah. him back later. Yeah. And, and yeah, that happens. Well, no, actually, uh, if if they left and got caught, they went to a, a tighter prison. So that alone was like a deterrent. It's like, you know, if I, if I got to do 12 months, I don't want to do it somewhere else. Oh, there were guys in there were 10 years. You know, they had sentences and uh, I'm staying here. This is this is the best I can do here. Right. <laughs> Boron. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Charles Manson? At, was he at Boron? No, no, no. He was at a couple of places. I think, uh, you know, after the he left uh, Los Angeles County, well, they had him in San Quentin. Um, he was out I, in the I'm desert sure. somewhere was the last place he was at. What's that one out in, it's like halfway to Phoenix? Oh, right. What is that um, place? It's like a, a private prison. What is the name of that? Corcoran. That's where he was. Oh really? That's Corcoran. That's Corcoran. I couldn't have told you the name of that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Corcoran too. It's like I don't know how people live in Yuma, Arizona. I really don't. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like I stopped to get gas in like July, and it's like holy shit. Like I, yeah, you can feel that yourself dying. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, and and what do they do there? There's really nothing to do. You can't go outside. Um, There's no outside. Well, you don't want to go outside. <laughs> so they got a really nice cracker barrel there. I think I've eaten at that in Yuma. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I've eaten there. There's like a <laughs> there's like a right mo- on eight. Yeah, there's a motel there that's like UFO themed. Isn't that down the road a ways? I think so, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's got yeah. like a half UFO. On further down on, on eight. I've yeah. got pictures of it. I think I've eaten there too. Yeah, right. 
And that's where you can get those date shakes too out there. That's right. I've had a date shake actually. Coming, right? Yeah, coming back. Um, it was all right. I mean, I don't know. That's not my. Thing. I, I, I I know. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, okay, it's a date shake. It's good, but you know. It was good. It was good. Ice <laughs> I mean, cream and dates. You know, whatever. Like I can't imagine like getting another one but i mean it was you know oh no we stopped every time date shakes date shakes wow right we you know that's what i need right now coming up on next month i need to eat we we drank the date shake kool-aid so we should get a rittenhouse thing today today might be the day so right well i don't know that the the judge the judge that judge is weird. Who appointed that judge? Here's the thing. I think the fact that they asked for the the information about the different charges. All right, is the a, jury. I think that is a bad. They wanted to see that's some a, video again. And... I think that's a bad sign for Rittenhouse. Yes, I do too. Right, because they're not, you know, saying okay, it was, it's it's not cut and dry. It's self defense. If they're looking at the videos over and over. Well, and it's, well, especially if they want to see what needs to be, what are the standards for each of the charges? That's, right. That's and a, so I'm yeah. also thinking we could get a hung jury out of this. The polarity that exists in the United States could wind up on that jury as well. This is my gut. My gut is we have six that are murder. Yes for murder. Okay. And then we yeah. and then we have six that don't feel that standard has been met. They feel he's guilty, but they don't think he should get murdered. So the next right. the next one under that's the second degree that's available, I guess. Right. Okay. So I that's why I think the discussion is now. It's each group trying to convince each other of those two scenarios. It's going right. to be, and I believe at the end, man, you're right though. Thinking about it. Because there may be a couple members of that six that are absolutely not going to go the distance. Yeah, I mean that it's it's that kind of thing. I mean, look look at um, the way he's cheered. Um, and and you're not allowed, but you're not allowed to look at that. You you can only look at what's presented. Well, the jurors are not allowed to look at that. I I am not uh, prohibited from looking at that, and I you know, and it's. I don't think this standard was met for the murder charge. I agree with the six. I think it should be second second degree. I don't. I don't think. I you know. I don't think he, he wasn't proven. He, well, I don't think he went down there to kill people. I don't think he did, and I, and I think that's the threshold for the for murder one. Yeah. So I I, I tend to agree with you, but I I do think it is second degree murder, just recklessly. Um, you know, shooting when he didn't need to. So I believe reckless homicide is also available, which is not second degree. I think it's the next one down. Right. Right. Um, and I believe that's going to give him like eight years on each. Well, murder. second degree in most states is um, uh, in that moment, you had a reckless disregard for life and you killed somebody. Hmm. And it was for that reason. It wasn't that you wanted to or intended to, but um, your behavior in that moment um, was reckless and and depraved, uh, is the word in the uh, Derek Chauvin case when he got second degree murder. Um, reckless, 
reckless disregard for life evincing uh, a depraved state of mind. I think when you're facing an unarmed person and you have an assault rifle, okay, I think there's some steps involving that gun before killing the person. You know, yeah, you right. using the gun as a deterrent. You know, you show it, right? You show the gun, right? That's step one. Yeah. You know, step two could be firing the gun not at the person, but f showing the person that this is a live weapon, right? And I have to feel like if he fired the gun in the ground or in the air in any of these instances, I don't think it would have progressed to him have you know being in that situation. I don't. I, he skipped yeah, steps. I mean, he okay, skipped steps. So, so the, the the first guy that they're talking about him grabbing the gun, right? You know, and. And uh, and he's he's saying he was afraid that the guy was going to take the gun away from him and kill him. Hmm. Um, but that seems a stretch to me. And was he even really trying to grab the gun? Was he just trying to grab the barrel and point it away from himself? Right. Um, however, didn't Rittenhouse shoot him in the back? I don't know. But that seems like. I mean, headshots in the back? That seems really important. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay, we should figure that out. <laughs> um, maybe the jury asked that, too. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then he runs away, and then they're chasing him. He just shot a guy. So I think be, be prepared. I'm putting even money on, yes, convictions, but it's going to be lower tier of... You know, the three possible. It's going to be, uh, I believe it will be reckless homicide at the end. If I had to guess, I, I'd say you're pretty close. And I think no one's going to be happy with the verdict. All right. I think he's going to get like 20 years probably. Total. Ooh. You think? Yeah. It won't be like, he won't get life for at all. That's my, that's, well, my, that's my prediction. I'd be, I'll be surprised if he gets 20. Oh, you think it'd be less than 20? Yes, I do. Look, I'm saying between all the charges, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you What are you thinking? Like twelve? Yeah, I'm thinking even under ten. I mean, if he gets under ten, you're going to have a disturbance. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I, you know, you know. For, I mean, I'm saying to the people who are, you know, pleading for his guilt, uh, that's going to be very unsatisfying. Well, see, see, his age is a factor. Because he was 17 at the time. Yeah. And again, double standard. We have a laundry list of, of black suspects. Yeah. Tried as an adult. At what, the one kid was 11 they executed or something. Are you talking about Tamir Rice? Oh, oh no, no. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, well, we certainly can... Uh, speculate on the inherent racism. I mean, we know it's there. Well, we so, talked about uh, it with marijuana. But it's a speculation at this point. Right. What's going to happen in this particular case? It's not about what would happen if he were black, you know. You know, and in this case, I think the threat of a public uprising, okay, is is. A, I know you can look at that and go, "Well, that that's fascism." But but the truth is, you know, that is a way for a public to make changes to its judicial system. Particularly when they're so so egregiously harmful to them as a people, um, and that's you know, 
that's the purpose of a riot that in which there's property destruction. That is the purpose of that. Right. And you, you can't say that Derek Chauvin's sentence was um, in any way completely separate from all the protests that happen around the country. Uh, if you take the temperature of the, the public, right. there it is right there. I see. So, I mean, so the you know the jury thing, it's tough. So know? they're certainly prepared for rioting. You know, you almost feel like 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 it has to come to this, right? Like the threat of cities burning to try to get some. You know what I mean? Like it. Well, sadly enough, it does. Political. Like- on um, the levers of public policy, um, there needs to be a consequence when they, you know, treat people too badly in, in that, you know, in that quest. And so it makes it not worth their while. It makes them worried that, you know, hey, we're going to rile a significant portion of the population here. Uh, is that right? I think in some cases it's not. In some cases it is. Uh, certainly, um it seems like it had to have had an influence on the Derek Chauvin case. Um, I think if the, you know, if the preponderance of the public feels away, you know, if you're motivated to get out and march around, that's, that's a, you know, I think that's worth looking at. Sure. People generally don't do that. Yeah. Like I feel strongly about a lot of things, but uh, you know, I don't think I ever. Okay. So, um, Rodney King, and and of course the riots didn't happen until the the four policemen are acquitted right. in that horrendous beating, unnecessary horrendous beating. Right. And uh, so, well, so that was L.A. up in flames, and I mean people were killed. I mean uh, it was some really bad stuff. So the riots for George Floyd didn't really have that character. Um, mostly they were peaceful. Um, and, and a lot of times when there was violence and there was violence, but a lot of times it was right wingers coming down to, you know, join in, in, uh, in the protest. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly there were opportunistic looters and opportunistic, um, you know, people just, just want to, eh, let's burn down the bank, you know, but there's plenty of evidence though, that a lot of those people were right wingers who were causing the violence. Yeah. There seemed to be some, at least some element of a- agent provocateurs happening a little bit. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And there's footage. So, it, so. so it's, it's interesting that the, the protests went on for months, but they weren't quite as vicious as they were in in Los Angeles at you know the Rodney King. I mean, they they were people just you know beating on each other. Um, well, look, I mean, we've we've had a lot of time to study the the the, the that that riot, and you know there was also a, a killing uh, sometime before that of a shooting of a young girl by a store clerk. Right, right, and so, that was also you know she she got. She basically got um, probation 
the store clerk. Right. And, you know, and, you know, you, you know, the police brutality and different things that were going on for a period, you coupled it with the poverty with the, you know, it became a tinderbox situation. Um, so th those riots were, you know, the, I think the Rodney King, the verdict of the four on the four cops was the, 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 the match, let's say. Exactly. And there was a certain uh, element of that in, in, in George Floyd, too, because that's the end of a uh, – there had been a string of high-profile uh, police killings of unarmed you know, black men right. leading up to that. Yeah. I mean, the list is very, very long. You couldn't you – would, you, if you tried to list them, you would, you would miss at least a dozen for sure. Yeah. Like it's been pretty insane. It continues. Um, you know, then you reach a point where it's like, well, you know, maybe – I don't know. Maybe maybe it's okay to destroy the city, you know what I mean? It doesn't seem like the city is is working. When uh, when um, when the social contract has completely left you out of it, you've got no um, stake in maintaining the social contract. Yeah, your incentive is what? Keep it going so you can keep getting kicked. Right. Exactly. I mean, what's the point? Exactly. What what? So you want to so build, it, build America back better? Okay. <laughs> But after tearing it down, look, it starts with every single verdict. It's it's every move we make. It's everything we do. I mean, if you want to make it better, then then you know you can't. Uh, you know, I don't know who who it was that said that. Uh, be Jung. I don't know. You know, people people often want to change the world, but they never they never really consider changing themselves. As a as a way of doing that. All right. You know, it's always some greater big thing that people want to do but like the QAnons with this thing you know it's like you know <laughs> right JFK Jr. is not coming back okay the, the pillow guy is not the guy to be listening to except maybe about pillows right. I never I never experienced the pillows they might be great pillows we certainly build a business on it so you know the kind of the exact um, opposite example is a um, 16 year old girl, uh, taking her, um, school strike for climate, um, and sitting down in front of Swedish parliament and just sitting there. Right. And it turns into a worldwide movement. You can shove your climate cri crisis up <laughs> your arse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the right, the right wing, like went into, yeah, right, they right, went right. into, you know, hysterics over that. And of course, yeah, of course, they yeah. they immediately started attacking this twelve year, uh, this sixteen year old girl, and um, like they did with uh, Ocasio Cortez too. I mean, she's she's a a a, a representative, one of uh, you know over five hundred from a, a district in in New York and. You know, first uh, first term, and she, and of course, they're attacking her. I don't think they want women in any positions of power. You know, well, especially progressives. Um, yeah, well, well, they would. They, they so did Gosar? Did he, that guy? Did he get censured then for the video of him killing AOC? Did he uh, another representative? Nothing has happened to him. As they say from the Republican Party, crickets. He doubled down. He, he, he put the video out again. The same cartoon thing. He, the, yeah. yeah. He, he reposted it. 
He would. Like, how does he have a Twitter? Because it disappeared. Yeah, you couldn't see it for a while. My Twitter's still the best. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you know. I mean, I haven't seen it. Facebook's a nightmare. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to see I'm not going to seek it out. I looked for it, too. I did. I looked for it. And there's, you know, screenshots, but the video, no. So he reposted it, huh? Yeah, he reposted it. Yeah. <laughs> His brother says he's unhinged. I believe it. You know? Yeah. I think we've got a lot of unhinged people in, well, I, Laura Bobert and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I think they're unhinged. Yeah. I think they're certifiable. And Gosar certainly is. So. Skew things tough. You know, I had to jump in. Uh, there was some article about the colonoscopy and Kamala Harris. And uh-huh. the comments were overwhelmingly negative. And a, oh, sure. And a lot sure. of Q, a lot of Q members present. <laughs> like, how could you still. <laughs> I don't know. It's been like five different times that Trump was supposed to seize power, right? There's been like. They, yeah. They moved, yeah, yeah, yeah. They moved that goal line five different times. They just kept moving it back. No, this yeah, is- I mean, I, 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 I'm scratching my head at how that that works out intellectual, intellectually, you know, logically, rationally, but um, that doesn't. That's just no part of that kind of thinking. I remember I was seven. No, I was ten years old, and they said the world was going to end in 1984. It was a big thing. Like this is the, uh-huh. the world is going to end as per Bible prophecy. Right. Okay. Right. So then when I was about 16 and they were telling me the world was going to end again, like for the, like the third time. Okay. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still a child at this point. Right. Uh It it stuck out to me that like, okay, so nobody, nobody knows when the world is going to end and anytime anybody says it, it's going to be bullshit. Like that, that's, that's what I figured out as a child. Yes. Yes. So when 2000 came along, 2012, there's been, there's been a number of them. They always do it. Oh, Y2K. Y2K. Y2K wasn't a particularly religious um, prediction of the future that didn't happen. It was more secular. It was all something. It's always something. Okay. Either either it was nuclear holocaust, but sometimes they would tie in the Armageddon stuff from the Bible. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. Sometimes Paul is dead. Yeah. Y2K was strictly, yeah, that was was an apocalypse. The Mayan thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I reiterate that probably nobody knows. So when I see these outlandish predictions, you know, like JFK Jr. coming back from the dead, you know, the, the, the deposed president re-seizing power under some little known stipulation from, well, no. So now part of that deal with JFK Jr. Isn't that he's coming back from the dead. It's that he's not dead. He's never been dead. He's been in high. And as a matter of fact, he's Q. Yeah. He oh he's Q. Yes, I got you. <laughs> you know I kind of like that one. I mean, that's, right, I know. Yeah, I I see the attraction to it. Right, you know totally. Because I mean? yeah. that's what's missing from the Q thing is your Messiah figure. Yeah, right. You know? Well, if it's not Trump, well, Trump acting as the hand of God has always been the thing. But who's God in that in that equation? And JFK Jr. I could see it. You know. How genius to fake your own death. To, yeah, you know, right? Sure, sure. In fact, it's the only way you could pull this off was to have everybody Except thinking I, I think I think the bodies were found. 
Yeah, but those were planted. Look, <laughs> right. I'm t- the more I'm working this out, they might be convincing me. You know what I mean? At least I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> he's I'm, alive. Look, I'm not convinced, but I'm more. I open. would love to think that he was alive because I liked that guy. I'm more open to it. Well, I think he certainly <laughs> was going to be president for sure. So, okay, was what's going on with Trump? Uh, in terms of the subpoenas. Well, he seems no, he seems to be slipping. He seems to be battling with Ron DeSantis. Oh, right. Well, yeah, they're, the whole thing's kind of imploding a little. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, McConnell uh, reiterated his support. Uh, or not McConnell, the other guy, South Carolina. Oh. Yeah, come on. <laughs> What's that guy's name? You know the guy. In South Carolina. Yeah. The Republican looks like he, he looks like he's part of the Ewing family. Uh, right. Well, was, um, Lindsey uh, Lindsey yeah. Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey um, Graham is what you know. Yeah. He said he would probably support Trump in twenty twenty four. Oh he did? Yeah. He goes back and forth. Oh yeah, he's ready to He's a flip flopper. Yeah. He's a flip flopper. <laughs> <laughs> You don't change horses midstream. <laughs> I mean, he was the one that during the riots, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, I can't be a Trumper anymore, basically, is what he was saying. Well, don't forget and, it all started off with him denouncing Trump. This guy's a cancer. Yeah. He's going to destroy the party. The next day, he's going down to Mara Logo, though. Yeah, yeah. I still think about that Cobb salad, the Trump Hotel in Vegas. Oh, right. A good salad. It was a good salad. I mean, what do you want me to say? It was a good salad. I, I've had that salad a lot of places. It's not, um, you know, it's a, it's a challenging salad. What's in a Cobb salad again? I think there's eggs and blue cheese and a bunch of garbage in there, bacon. Like, it's it's a meal. It's practically a Is meal. Is it porn? Did, did you say porn or corn? <laughs> All right, either one. Um... <laughs> I'm confused now. I have to think about that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I recall porn in my cob salad. I mean, to be honest, I do recall being a little aroused while eating it. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's complicated. I don't think I've ever had a cob salad, though. I think there's something in it I don't prefer. So, but then again, the the gift shop there had like dog dishes, uh, egg beaters, like things you wouldn't normally think about logoing. Oh, right. Do you know what I mean? And- and bringing home from your trip for your kids. Look, we've all been at gift shops all over the planet. You know, nieces and nephews. There's pretty standard things: coffee cups, yeah. t- coffee cups, t-shirts, keychains, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, unicorns. Go- golf balls. <laughs> right. <laughs> with things on them. No, with, I'm now you go into the Trump gift shop and it's like it's items you wouldn't. Man, oh man, I wish there was a catalog. Because uh, there's stuff online that's there's stuff in that store that's not online. There's weird there's weird shit in there. The Trump Tower gift shop, huh? Yeah, the Trump Hotel uh, gift shop. Maybe it's because <laughs> Vegas is real kitschy like that. I don't know. I I've never thought of that, and now I'm thinking of it, and that, that sounds that's so bizarre. I saw a dog dish. <laughs> what? So what did it say on the dog dish? Trump. Trump Tower. No, just Trump. They're just all, Trump. Just Trump. That's it. Whoa. It's real weird. You would think that that you, you could be a little insulting, maybe even. 
it's strange. <laughs> it's like they came to him and, and they're like, oh, we have a bunch of a bunch of different ideas to put your name on stuff. And he just was like, yes, do it yeah, all. Put it do on it everything. All. Yeah. Put it on everything. Well, sir, you should probably review some of this. It's fine. Uh, it'll be wonderful. Maybe how that, that's how that Trump toilet paper got out. You know, Rush Limbaugh had a thing like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't put his name, though. He, he used excellence in broadcasting, like the name of his his company oh really so it said eib all the stuff said eib excellence in <laughs> broadcasting <laughs> <laughs> you know and you could buy weird stuff like a, a office chair like a really expensive office chair with that on there right you know but i somehow i see that more on shot glasses and stuff you know but at least even limbaugh didn't put his own name on there like yeah, rush <laughs> Do you know what i mean limbaugh Oh, right. Well, even Rush didn't have the ego that uh, the orange one does. You know, uh, you know, ego, e ego death, you know, uh, it's a tough thing because I think it is really an up and down, like a manic thing. So, yeah, Rush was was kind of idolized by a lot of people. But sure, he made a shit ton I don't of money, too. worshipped to the level that they do Trump. Uh, yeah, he just wasn't flashy enough in the end. <laughs> Rush wasn't flashy enough. I mean, you couldn't really put him on, on TV or buttons. You know, there's a reason he did well. Oh, that's true. He did that well on true. the radio, you know. And so, and he was a deaf oxy addict. And he's, and he's this massive radio personality. Whereas Trump, like you look at the old videos of Trump partying, you know, with Epstein and different people. Um, sure. You, you can't help but kind of like, uh, you know, he's, he's, you could see he was having a good time. Uh -huh. So I don't know. You see somebody having a good time. It's hard not to, you know, kind of like him. Oh, right. You know I mean? That's absolutely true. Um, you see somebody having a good time, you kind of want to be part of it. Well, you look at somebody having a good time, especially back then, you're like, you know, he's got it together and. You know, all uh, right, yeah, yeah. You know, what a life! What a life that must be. You know? Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. And then you see him now, and it's like angry and xenophobic and paranoid, and <laughs> you know, and do you think he was always like that? And the, and the partying was just a show, or did this this did this Who's develop? Trump? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or is it just politically some of it, expedient? Some of it has. I I don't know. My first encounter with with him was. Um, I guess in the nineties when he was doing, um, the apprentice and I, you know, I watched about 10 minutes of it and, and I thought, well, this guy's a jerk <laughs> and, and I just turned it off. I changed it. You know, I didn't really think about Trump for the next 15 years. And, um, and then he got elected president. Yeah. Very strange. <laughs> I still don't believe it happened. Like you know, I know, I know. I, know, I, know. Um, I don't think anyone was more surprised than him. So I still don't think he's got a chance in the world of getting back in the presidency. <sighs> you know, it's three years out. Unless you know JFK Jr. comes back, and then okay, then I'll if he does, I'll go. Oh shit! <laughs> Can you imagine if he did? He really came back. Like, oh man, really? <clears throat> All right. Folks, I, I decided I had to formulate a team to tell the truth and fix the world, and I had to go underground. <laughs> you know, 
You know, <laughs> my already established popular magazine wasn't enough of a vehicle to reach people. So I decided to go underground. So that's why we're bringing back Trump. And then Trump pulls off his mask. It's really Ronald Reagan. He faked his death. He's still alive. <laughs> they made him. He, he, he altered himself to make himself older the whole time. In reality, he was younger. <laughs> oh, crazy. You know what? Uh, I'm going to write a book about Q theories. You know what I mean? Listing oh, 50 popular Q theories. Yeah. Sure. Right. So, somebody should. Actually, uh, Morgan and I do a little bit of it, but he's doing the drawings. I'm doing the text. and, and No, but you're doing it about the it real ones. But you're doing it about the real ones, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I want to put about 10% real ones and 90% <laughs> just ones that we come <laughs> off with. <laughs> like the altered Reagan theory. <laughs> sure. Okay, so do you guys want to collaborate on that then? Hey, well, so you'll you'll start some new ones, which might be fine too. We're gonna yeah. start a lot of new ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't do oh, well, shit. I mean, hey, the gullible are out there. They they need new ones, actually. So I think they do because I think this JFK is just the worst one ever. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. this is really out of bounds. This one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's effectively lower. I mean, where do you bar. draw that line, though? Well, at least some of the things had some basis. It didn't involve. Dead people coming back. You know what I mean? Lizard it was, people. It was lizard always people. lizard. Well, Shape-shifting right. lizard people. Well, that'll be in the book. Yeah. <laughs> but they do need some new ones. And they're ready and willing, too, because, well, you know the story of the uh, of Hunter S. Thompson inventing con uh, uh, people, you know, bursting into flames and, you know. Hmm. It's sitting in their chairs, just bursting into flames. Spontaneous human combustion, right? Spontaneous combustion, yeah. Right. He, um, he he basically invented that, wrote a story about it, and then it became part of the popular culture pretty quickly. Hmm. I guess he was killed or faked his own death. Yeah, right. <laughs> because they were gonna kill him because of something he wrote about nine eleven. We can see that. Right. He's still alive, though. I would bring him back. Let's bring him back. Do you want to bring him back for the Q thing? I think he'd, he'd like that. Oh, sure. Hey, well, perfect, perfect. Hunter S. Thompson, Hunter S. Thompson's coming back in, and he's going to help Trump get back into the presidency. He went underground. That's going to be the theme of the book. Like, we went underground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. I, if yeah. you can figure out a way to throw Hitler in there, I would. Hitler redux theory. Yeah, right. Well, okay, I'll figure I'll, I'll think about that. I don't really like typing the word Hitler that much. Right, so. but <laughs> we'll people love it though. They love swastikas, they love, you know. I mean, people who who say they don't love swastikas, um for for many, many years, you put a swastika on your book, it's gonna sell at the supermarket checkout stand. Interesting. Yeah. Well maybe I'll try to work a swastika into the cover of this one. Right, you know. Uh, yeah. You got to be clever about it, though. And uh, those, those those fascists don't like to be called fascists. And the pictures of Patrick Duffy for some reason also. <laughs> There's a whole generation that's just like, "What's Bobby up to?" <laughs> uh, yeah, so lots of money to be made. Um, what else? Oh, a guy in L.A. got kicked out of a bar, got his car, and tried to run over people on the sidewalk uh, in front of the bar. 
crashed the at car. At 120 miles an hour. Uh, crashed the car, and then they pulled him from the car and beat him to death. <laughs> so that's that's that story. Yeah. Right. So a lot of questions. Um, are, are yeah, self right? defense, is that self-defense? Yeah, no, not really. That mm. sounds more like revenge. Well, but... he, he did try to kill them. Yeah, but um, after the crash, he's not trying to kill him anymore. But he so. could have tried to get into another car. <laughs> so, so it's not self-defense, but there's ostensibly mitigating circumstances. Involved. I see. So, Crime of passion? So, yeah, right? That kind of thing. What about somebody who participated in the beating saying, uh, I felt like this group of people were going to beat me up if I didn't help? So that's why I did it. That seems like a stretch. Hmm. Seems like we're doing a lot of stretching in court these days. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true too. <laughs> yeah, aggressively stretching. Um, no kidding. The truth is uh, as a rubber band. Uh, did you know Pablo Escobar uh, at one point was spending $2,500 a month on rubber bands? <laughs> um, no, I was not aware of that. Yeah. I mean, it, somehow it doesn't surprise me, but. That's rough, right? That's a lot of rubber yeah. bands. Yeah. To put around the money? Exactly. Oh, yeah. gee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that bespeaks wealth. Um, they had, he had given up on spending it at one yeah. point because there was just too much coming in. So they, they just started burying it in different places. That's what I understand. Uh, they found a lot of it afterwards, uh, totally rotted and rats and... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, rats love paper, so you know. So that actually helps the economy, actually. Just well, pull money out of circulation. Well, there was no worse economic disaster than Pablo Escobar because he took American currency out of circulation so much yeah. of it. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. True. Um. I guess we're getting good morning. I guess we're. Yeah, we are. Sure. It's fine. It really sucks that we lost that. Good morning. Pure genius at the beginning. Well, maybe we didn't, as you say. Good morning. I hope we did now, because then if we didn't, then it might not be good. (laughs) (laughs) People will know. And then my career as a seer... Yeah, and they're upset about missing that. (laughs) Exactly. And then then that destroys me as a prophet. Yeah, right. Which is going to affect sales of the Q book. So look for my new book. It's not out yet. Um, uh, Can Morgan do a cover for me? Yeah, sure he could, yeah. Okay. Even more preposterous. Even, ooh, I like that. Did you just come up with the title? Oh, now you're definitely in for a third. That sucks. <laughs> ah, well, then you have to edit it. I can certainly do that. All right, that'll work then. Yeah. Because it's not something for nothing. I'm not writing the whole thing. Morgan's drawing stuff, and you came up with the title, and you're in for a third. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that doesn't I Even I would say that. Well, no, that, that doesn't seem right. I'll edit. All right, cool. Can you do the foreword? Okay. Can you do the foreword? Um, if you if you if you want me to, but you might not want me to. Why wouldn't I want you to? Well, because I'm kind of a crazy motherfucker. Oh, I got you. You might say something disparaging against I, I me. I might say something. Yeah. Hmm. I'll think about it. <laughs> Can you edit the forward? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I can edit the shit out of that. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Uh, we, we love our audience, of course. Thank you for telling your friends about the show. We're very gratified. Um, you there in New Zealand, especially. Yeah, New Zealand, thank you very much for spreading this like a virus that you... You didn't look like you were good at spreading viruses, actually. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm surprised that you did well with this, but thank you. Right. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, and thank you, Dave. Thank you, James, and you've listened to all you fascists. You walk some to the chicken coop and picks a couple of eggs, a two or four, six or eight, and treads on back. Oh, yeah, 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 treads on back. Going over to the. Uh,